Hey everyone, and welcome to Already Cancelled. I am Peter, that is Connor, and we are going to talk about Star Trek, the original series, season 2, episode 18. It's called The Immunity Syndrome. So, full spoilers for the episode, as always. Um, yeah, so so we had, the, we had the gangster one last time, and it was, it was okay. Had some fun elements. It was a decent enough watch, but maybe not the best Star Trek episode. Uh, this one is about... Basically, it's one of these episodes where they find something strange in space. So, yeah. Some strange anomaly or entity. Uh, possibly living, possibly not. Uh, it's basically a big black hole, for lack of a better... Uh, it's not an actual black hole, but it's kind of in the sense... That's what it's doing, yeah. Yeah, it's just this big like void of darkness, uh, which, when they arrive there, is swallowed a solar system. Yeah. And also has swallowed a, a Vulcan ship. Yes. Because Spock could, det- you know, he could feel that like four hundred Vulcans were just killed, like he could just sense it, and they they are st- they start to be basically drawn into this place because there's a big moment where like where's the stars? We can't see any of the stars anymore. What's happening? They're being sucked into this big giant black void of a life form. Uh, they they call it the zone. They keep calling it we're in the, in the zone, and it's basically kind of this. Everyone starts getting sick. They start to feel kind of weak, and. McCoy's basically like, yeah, everyone's basically dying slowly. That's what's happening. Whatever this thing is, it's draining all of the energy out of everything, including the ship, including us, and the closer we get to the centre of whatever this thing is, we're just going to eventually die. That's what's, that's what's happened to the solar system. It's what happened to the Vulcans, and that's what's going to happen. Uh, so, you know, they, they, they try and figure things out. Things get very dire, and uh, some sort of big moments play out where they have to send either either Spock or McCoy on a shuttle, on a, what they think is going to be a suicide mission to maybe try and get some data so they can actually combat the situation and maybe get get enough intel so they can kind of fight it in some way and maybe yeah. get out. So that is that is the episode. That is the immunity syndrome. So uh, what did you think of it? I'm mixed. I like parts a lot. Mm-hmm. Other parts I found I was quite bored. But I like the overall message, depending on how you interpret it, of course. Yeah, I uh, I mostly like it as well. Um, I, I think I like these types of episodes. Typically, you often I'll complain about oh, it's another godlike figure episode, or it's another we're on a planet with this weird kind of uh, primitive civilization that's like held behind in some way. Episode those tend to bug me. These ones are more my speed, even if they are done, you know, every so often, and I like the mystery of them. It is a little bit slow in parts. I, I will agree. Uh, there's this kind of elements where, like, they're they're just kind of debating over and over again the same things, and they don't know anything. So it's like it needs to maybe a little bit more. Once it actually got though to like deciding like someone has to go out in the shuttle, and it's like a suicide mission, and then you've got Spock out in the shuttle, and he's like calling back and trying to like inform them of various things. Yeah. Um. Once we got to that, I was really into the episode. I agree with that, and and of course, even before there are parts that are really good, especially with oh, yeah. Spock and. Spock and McCoy in particular. Oh yeah, actually, but, I, I I discovered that one of the famous gifts that I always see of Star Trek is from this episode. Which one? It's uh, Spock's in the shuttle, and it's it's after they've already like, done the main thing, and they're actually getting out. They, they've went in and they've they've dropped their bomb in the in the nucleus because they basically they say it's a single celled organism, it's just one big giant thing. Yeah, and they're drop they've dropped their their bomb or whatever in the nucleus, and they managed to they find Spock and they use a tractor beam to pull him in so they can drag him out with them. 
mm. and Spock's trying to talk them out of it because it, it, you know it lowers their chances of of success. Uh, so you know, he's not worth saving and so on. And McCoy over the comms just snaps and goes, "Shut up, Spock! We're saving you." And then he he, he does this sort of thing. He's like, "Hmm," and then Kirk goes, hmm, with, "With his head." So it's just over. You know, it's yeah. just really. Um, over exaggerated, over exaggerated nod to give each other, uh, but that's a gift that I see all the time. Just and yeah, yeah. what what I think's funny about it is I see that gift all the time. Just to, just when someone agrees with someone, and I don't think I I realise that it it's actually from a really sort of big ten someone could be dying moment <laughs> in an episode. It's actually a really serious <laughs> yeah, yeah. scene. Uh, obviously, they have. I mean, there's an intentional little smirk in their face because they're they're basically just yeah yeah, yeah tell Spock what for you know yeah. we're saving them yeah, yeah. humanity. Damn it. Pretty much. I mean, I, I do like that back half a lot. It's a lot of fun. And it gets into the big ideas. How, how did you read the... You know, Obviously, we often talk about what, what the episode represents. Because I, I have my read, but did, did you have one at all? I don't think this one's as clear as some of the episodes tend to be. I don't think it's as clear, but I think it's nuclear power. The idea really? Of, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Go on. Now, no, this is this is the idea that it infects that if it, if it's not you know if you if you, you don't understand it properly, it can infect what's around it and you know it can cause all this sickness and death and and the idea of it's not safe until we do understand it properly and also you know the idea of it, it well, it's a single celled organism going to reproduce which typically is done you know it's split it'll split in two which of course you know splitting, nuclear power is about yeah, splitting the atom splitting the atom yeah. So I mean, maybe I'm reaching, but that's kind of where I got. It's not bad. I I do think it's a little bit of a reach, but I don't know if that's because the episode is just not the best metaphor in the world, or if you're actually reaching. I, yeah, I don't know either. I'm not. I'm not entirely convinced. But I, I was looking at it more from the human perspective. The whole, the whole idea of both of them wanting to like go in the mission for different reasons, and they both want to do the sacrifice, and. Eventually, you know, Kirk has to make the choice. He's it's a really tough choice, and eventually, he's like, you know, sorry, Spock, but I need to send you. You're the one that's more qualified. I do, I do kind of like the, the 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 moment where Spock asks McCoy to wish him luck, even though he's Vulcan and he doesn't really believe in luck. Mm. And he's like, yeah, you, you you don't know what a Vulcan would say, but you know, use one of your traditions. Wish me luck. Uh, actually, that's a really sweet moment, and actually. There's also a really sweet sort of Vulcan thing in here actually as well that I like a lot. It's uh, he, he he's talking to McCoy and he's he's basically he's McCoy's basically questioning how he could feel that uh, you know when others are dying like all this all this yeah. is happening, and he basically says there's just this sort of general like as much as they're very logic based and they're not very emotional, there is this kind of like sort of almost empathy connection they have with each other. They kind of understand how each other feel just without saying anything, and. McCoy kind of like uh, fobs it off and says, "Oh, you know, feel what my my neighbor is feeling." I don't think so. That sounds like hell. And he's like, "Well, maybe if you had that, you your your you know the human past wouldn't be so bloody." And it was kind of this nice idea that even though the Vulcans, at face value, feel more cold and feel more kind of inhumane, they've got an, like they've actually got a deeper connection to each other. Yeah, they've got a built-in thing that actually maybe even works better than ours. Yeah. And, it was a nice little idea because because so often McCoy is pulling his leg because of how like inhumane he is and because he he never jokes mm. because he's never uh, compassionate or emotion uh, you know shows his emotions or anything like that. Uh, it was just it was a nice little sort of twist to it where deep down no there is actually something we have that kind of accounts for it. Yeah, definitely, it was really nice. And arguably, it's better because we don't have the same history of violence that you do. 
You know, it took yeah. me quite a while to get to this peaceful federation years. Yeah, I mean, we, we get a lot of, you know, Vulcan history here. You know, he talks about how that they couldn't conceive of a conqueror because, you know, something coming to destroy them because it just, well, it was, it's a, it's a foreign idea to them because they never had that. Yeah, I mean, obviously, I don't imagine it ever escalated to this point. But I like the idea that if you want to give the example of how this how this works and how the society's never done this, is that if a Vulcan tries to murder another Vulcan, they'll they'll stop because they'll start to feel what they feel before they do it. Yeah. You know, I mean obviously I don't necessarily think they'll ever escalate to that point. That's a really on the nose example, but just that that's the kind of the basic if you want to boil it down to the core idea, like that's yeah. why they wouldn't do it, because they can feel the fear from the other person, like yeah. actually in and them. I really liked how you know, when when McCoy's calling Spock out on this whole thing of how he could feel it, Spock kind of mentions, "Yeah, I'm I'm only half Vulcan, so it's not as strong for me. But even I can't miss that many de- people dying." Four hundred, yeah, yeah. It's it's kind of like this this idea that it, maybe that's kind of maybe part of what made him such an outsider because he doesn't share this connection as strongly as everyone else. So they don't feel him the same way they do each yeah, other. I think because he's always around the crew. We, we 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 sometimes forget. I think that he's also equally an outsider to the Vulcans because we we always yeah. see him as the outsider to the humans because he's around humans all the time. They're constantly making fun of him. But every so often, we'll get an episode where he either talks about it like he does here, or we'll see him with his father or other Vulcans, and we'll mm. see. Oh no, he's also kind of treated weirdly by them because he's actually only half Vulcan. Yeah, and it it's a really nice um, idea to play with. So actually, there's a lot of good things in this episode. Uh, even if the overall message and there's a couple of slow parts, uh, I, I do like the the core crisis and the the mystery of what this thing is. Which, to be fair, they never even try to explain it. No, it's just it's a thing. There's never an answer. It's just it's going to reproduce, so we have to destroy it. Beyond saving ourselves, we have to destroy it because it's. I, gonna... I don't mind that honestly. It's the idea of it's it's life essentially. Life finds a way. It found a way to be to exist here. Which makes it all the more cynical when they just destroy it. <laughs> quoting some Jurassic Park there where we um, but oh yeah okay that, that, that works uh, but of course it was going to destroy everything in its path just by its nature yeah yeah I, I kind of like the idea though that this was the start of the creation of another universe it was just a really really big universe so this was just like one you know one atom yeah. in this that's bigger nice. universe yeah well, that's a nice idea it, it's why again I go back to the, the nuclear like the idea that if if left unchecked, it will just destroy everything in its path. It it doesn't have that concept. It's just it just is. Yeah, I I think what makes that 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 read on it a little bit murky for me is that there's no real indication that anyone created this thing. It's just it just no, is. No, that's, that's, you know, that's it's true. Just, yeah, like I I can see why you're saying these things, but it just like there's just a few it's things. Not, that don't... No, I agree. It's not quite there, but it's the closest thing I can yeah. think of, and it's what I was thinking when I was watching it. But I agree, it's not perfect. Yeah. I wonder, I mean, could you go more broad and just say it represents, like, like I don't know, just emotion and fear and anger and how that'll rip everything apart if you let, let it go unchecked? You know, just to tie it into what Spock and McCoy are kind of debating. Yeah, no, that's that's, that's reasonable. Through, through the episode, and that it breeds, like, hate, you know, hate breeds heat, uh, heat, <laughs> hate breeds hate, and fear breeds more fear, like, yeah. kind of idea. Okay, that works too. Again, I still think it's just equally wonky, but yeah, no, exactly. I think yeah. I think maybe this is where I could criticize the episode and say it's it's actually a little unclear as to what the message is, whereas most of them are pretty clear what it is. I mean, I suppose you could argue like, is it a big deal if it just doesn't really have a message? It's it's. it's I mean, no, not necessarily, but I, I think yeah. it's it's part of the expectation is that it has a message. 
yeah, you know, it's the Star Trek. It's, it's this thing. Uh, I mean, one of the things that I'm so used to in Star Trek now is when they, they, they constantly talk about diverting power. Or take power from the shields and put it on this thing. Yeah. Uh, there was a lot of that. There was a lot of the techno babble to try and make it sound a bit more exciting. And it was okay, it was fine. But it was, I was just pointing out there was a lot of it in this episode. There was. There was. They did over rely on it, perhaps. Yeah. Um, which kind of makes sense because a lot of it is just, they're just in a black void and there's nothing to really. You know, it was a long time before we actually saw the thing where they could fly towards it. And even yeah. then, there wasn't really anything to do with it. It was just like Spock in the shuttle got close and then was sitting at his computer saying things. Yeah. So, like, visually, there's not a whole lot going on, really. No. Uh, uh, so, so, something else, then. I, the moment I really liked is, you know, when mm-hmm. Spock and, and uh, Kirk are both you know, giving commendations because they think they're not getting out of this. Mm. And they give it like, well, Spock's like his last requests. And yeah. Kirk's like, okay, no, last commendations on the record. If this is ever found, I want it known that, you know, th- these people. It's a really nice moment. I think we've got it, like, once or maybe twice before in the show. But it's not been common enough that I feel it's overused yet. I remember once, I remember, wasn't everyone, like, knocked out in the bridge the last time he did it? I seem to remember that being a thing. Quite possibly. Um, what I did notice, though, when he was doing that, was that the one person he did not mention by name that was of note was Sulu who's not in this episode, and I just thought that was kind of, like, odd. It was like, so he's just not here this episode, so therefore he gets no commendations. Yeah, I feel like he's giving the commendations to those who are not just... It's it's not a, a lifetime achievement award. It's a on oh, this sure. mission here and now who's contributed the most. I don't know, I just think it's weird. That, I, it's, Sulu got shafted, basically. Yeah, Sulu yeah. got shafted, is all I'm saying. Like, that's you, you, take, you take one sick day, and then you lose your, 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 your legacy. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's that's basically yeah. It's kind of funny how it seems to be. There's always one of them missing. It seems that way anyway. It does feel that way. Uh, what's your strike? Oh, I mean, I know we had a few early on with the two of them. Uh, well, I, I don't mean specifically those two. I just mean out of the whole like main cast. Oh, okay. there's, there's, the always, there's always one missing, seemingly. Either yeah. Chekhov, Sully, or Hura or Scotty. There's always one of them missing from an episode. Sometimes yeah. two. <laughs> Depending. Yeah, no, so we, we pretty much always have Kirk, Spock, McCoy. Yeah, they're, they're the constants, everyone else. I mean, I think Ahura's and Scotty are, you know, they're left out less often than Chekhov or Sulu, but they're still occasionally one of them. Yeah. I think Chekhov and Sulu, like, one of them and Ahura typically are in there more than Scotty just because they're on the bridge, so we just see at least one of them, whereas Scotty you have to actually go to. I feel like given the fact that he isn't in the bridge, though, Scotty does get a lot of episodes. He does. I think that's to make up for it. I think it's to make up the fact that he's uh-huh. not on the bridge, so he's not always there. So they go, okay, no, we're going to give you this one. And he's also been uh, pointed out that he's the next in command. If if if, if Spock and uh, obviously Kirk are off ship, yeah, yeah. Scott is the he's one in there. command. That's true. So yeah, he's got a pretty high 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 uh, rank. So that's cool. Um, but no. Um, oh, it was funny actually when he was doing the accommodations. Um, he said Montgomery is Scott, and for some reason I thought he said Spock. I'm like, Spock's first name is Montgomery? What? <laughs> What's this? Oh, that would be weird. And then he said Spock again like a minute later. I'm like, oh, he said Scott that first time. Okay, never mind. I'm just, I'm just, I'm, 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 I'm maybe too tired right there. That's, that's, that's what's happening. Yeah, yeah, I think you might have been. Uh, but no, uh, it was a relatively, I think it was an enjoyable episode. I, I think I, I enjoyed it more than last week's. I think even though oh, last absolutely. week was fun, uh, that, yeah. this this one was more kind of what I like from a Star Trek episode, even if it wasn't the perfect example of it. Yeah, I agree with that. Uh, big moments, good character beats, uh, Kirk making his tough choices, 
Uh, also, just simple little things like Kirk being concerned when, so, when the crew started getting sick. There's a moment where uh, Chekhov kind of slumps forward and Kirk just sort of leaps forward and puts his hand on his shoulder to see if he's okay. Mm. Uh, and, and then, like, you know, behind him, Hura starts to faint and, like, Spock yeah. jumps for her. So it was just, there was a nice kind of, like, and camaraderie. Kirk's constantly, you know, taking those shots to, to keep himself away, you know, keep yeah. himself going. He's like, no, I can't. I've got to keep doing this. Uh, stimulants. He keeps taking stimulants. Stimulants. That's the word I was going for. Yeah. Uh, I, I went with shots because that's close enough. But, uh. In the ballpark. Yeah, you know what I meant clearly because you got you got it from context. But I, I like that again. He was like, yeah, they, they could go, okay, you know, you can't, you probably shouldn't keep taking these. It's you know, it's not it's not really the best thing to do. He's like, yeah, I don't care. I'm keeping doing it as long as I have to. Yeah, um, but no, uh, so 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 mostly fun. Uh, a yeah. bit flawed, but uh, definitely an enjoyable enough episode. So, um, I'm not looking forward to next week's just based on the. Uh, I made all the thumbnails in advance for the rest of the season, and next week's just based on the image I saw. I'm not looking forward to. What, what can I expect? Is there, it was one of these things where it looks like people are in crappy like costumes because it's like a primitive society. One of those episodes. I could be wrong. Maybe I misread. The... I mean, one of them's bound to surprise us eventually, right? Maybe we'll see. Yeah, probably but... not. So yeah, so that's this week's uh, Star Trek. So let us know what you thought of the episode in the comments below if you've seen it. Uh, like, subscribe, all that stuff. Get us on the Twitters at mail underscore fudge for channel updates. If you want to support the channel, head over to patreon.com slash TV. Uh, there'll be a link to that in the description uh, as well as some other stuff. And uh, you get this, you get these Star Trek reviews a week early if you're, if you're the $1 tier. So, you know, reason to head over there and see what you can get. Uh, but otherwise, that is us. So thank you once again for watching. Keep watching TV, guys. We'll see you next time. Have you got any vanilla?